This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Congressman Gary Palmer is talking about China and the Taiwan issue. Palmer says it may seem to be on the other side of the globe, but it directly affects what happens here in Alabama, especially when it comes to the automotive industry. I've been very concerned for the last couple of years about China's uh, threat against Taiwan. And uh, I know there are a lot of people, maybe a lot of your listeners that think we should just stay out of those things. But uh, 80% of our semiconductors and 90% of our advanced semiconductors come from Taiwan. If China were to take that country and those factories were to be destroyed, uh, Jeff, I think uh, we would go into a depression. You you remember the supply chain problems we had just a couple of years ago uh, during the pandemic. You couldn't get, it was everything from a a washing machine to to an automobile. You couldn't get it because of the shortage of uh, microchips and semiconductors. So this is a a huge threat uh, to our well-being. Palmer spoke with 1819's executive editor Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. An exclusive report coming from 1819 News and CEO Brian Dawson reveals how the former Speaker of the Alabama House, Mac McCutcheon, used his position to help his son's medical testing company. McCutcheon did not run for re-election to the Alabama House in 2022. He has been recently appointed by Governor Ivey to be chairman of the Madison County Commission. But during the time as Speaker of the House, McCutcheon was also being paid as a consultant for QBR LLC, which is a medical testing company where his son, Chris McCutcheon, had almost half ownership. McCutcheon used his position as Speaker of the House to push through a resolution for neuropathy awareness through the Alabama legislature. That resolution was written entirely by the CEO of QBR, John Hornbuckle. Neuropathy is the main area in which QBR was offering testing. The resolution was passed and delivered to Governor Ivey for approval along with other resolutions. Now, resolutions are not the same as a state law. However, the work of McCutcheon helped provide a public relations boost to a company that he had financial interest in while also serving as Speaker of the Alabama House. The CEO of QBR, Hornbuckle, was able to turn around and use that passed resolution in a brochure that presented services and sales pitches to doctors here in the state. You can read more about the overlap in lobbying and legislative work that was done by McCutcheon at 1819news.com. An Alabama Democrat state lawmaker is now seeking to eliminate part of the state's abortion ban. State Representative Chris England has pre-filed House Bill HB 17. The bill would eliminate the criminal code portion of the Alabama abortion law, instead providing misdemeanor penalties for anyone who induces an abortion, miscarriage, or premature delivery of a baby. Currently, the state law is written that a person who aids a woman in getting drugs for an abortion or inducing an abortion, miscarriage, or premature delivery will be fined and sentenced up to 12 months in prison. Water shutoffs are coming in Birmingham and they'll start today. The Birmingham Water Works says the shutoff policy was put on hold in 2022 due to billing issues that the company had to resolve first. Company says inaccurate water meters were to blame for some of the high-priced water bills that were issued to some residents last year. Now those who are delinquent on their water bill could find the water faucet dry and empty if their accounts with the Birmingham Waterworks are not made current very soon. There is a new software update to be had by Kia and Hyundai automobile owners. The updates are part of an effort 
to stop a rash of auto thefts that have been occurring. The software is for the portion of the anti-theft device that has been exploited by those on social media like TikTok. The TikTok challenge is trying to get people to engage in the stealing of these cars through the exploit of the faulty anti-theft device. The latest software changes will lengthen the alarm sound from 30 seconds to one minute and will also require the key to be in the ignition switch before the vehicle will turn on. 3.8 million Hyundais and 4.5 million Kias are eligible for this update. An elementary school in the town of Evergreen had quite the party crasher this past weekend. Security cameras show a young deer gaining access to a elementary classroom by busting through a window. For some time, the small deer could not figure out how to get out of that room, so it could be seen on the camera roaming around and having great difficulty on the waxed floor with its hooves. It was very much like the Bambi on Ice scene. Deer did finally make it back out the window and hopefully has decided he learned a good lesson in that classroom and won't be back. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, has more developments. Monday testing reveals that there are more toxic pollutants being found than initially reported by the Environmental Protection Agency when residents were told that they can return to their homes in that town. A total of 50 rail cars were derailed on February 3rd. Five of those rail cars held vinyl chloride, which is a very toxic chemical for humans. The vinyl chloride was ignited into a controlled burn that created a massive ball of fire and mushroom cloud. This was done to eliminate that liquid rather than let the liquid be left on the ground in which remediation measures would take longer and thus block the passage of other trains on that track. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine confirmed that this was done at the request of Norfolk Southern Railways. DeWine inadvertently admitted to it in a press conference. We also looked at uh, what the danger was from a controlled release, which is what the railroad felt should be done. Um, The controlled burn has clearly caused more toxins to emerge in the air, soil, and water table surrounding the area. One woman in the town of Lima spoke with WKBN 27 News in that area about what happened to her chickens in just a matter of 24 hours since that controlled burn. My video camera footage shows my chickens were perfectly fine before they started this burn. And as soon as they started the burn, my chickens slowed down and they died. If it can do this to chickens in one night, imagine what it's going to do to us in 20 years. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance went on Fox News to blast Joe Biden, as well as Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg, for their lack of urgency or action in addressing this problem or the concerns of residents in that town. Now, we know if you listen to Secretary Buttigieg today uh, that they are focused more on whether we have too many white men in construction jobs than he is on the fundamentals of his job, which is ensuring we have a viable transportation infrastructure in this country. And unfortunately, my constituents in East Palestine have been some of the main victims of the fact that we have failing infrastructure in our country, again, after spending tons of money in an effort to actually fix it. So the problem we have, Tucker, is that we are ruled by unserious people who are worried about fake problems instead of the real fact that our country is falling apart in some of the most important ways. Residents in East Palestine are complaining of irritation to the eyes, nose, lungs, and skin following that explosion. The president of the National Black Farmers Association, John Boyd Jr., is also taking on the Biden administration for allowing U.S. food supply chains and farmland to be compromised and sold to China. Boyd spoke on Fox News saying farmers in the U.S. are facing extinction 
And that in turn means Americans as a whole will be facing food insecurity as well as high prices. We're facing extinction. And as I just watched that uh, segment there, you know, China is doing more than flying balloons. They're buying farmland, American farmland. It should be illegal for uh, China China to buy farmland in the United States. Uh, But we're faced with high cost of inflation, uh, such as diesel fuel, uh, double. Uh, uh, fertilizer that has tripled to $1,500 a a ton, the high cost of seed. All of these things have to be paid for up front uh, as we prepare to put our planters, corn planters in the field next month. And this administration, uh, as I listened to the president's State of the Union address, didn't say nothing about how to advance uh, farming and agriculture here at home in America. But we have aid for everybody, for Ukraine farmers. We provided them with equipment and combines. And this type of infrastructure is what's needed right here in America for American farmers. State lawmakers in Arizona are looking to radically change the way voting is done in that state. An amendment has been approved by the State Senate Committee on Elections at the start of this week. That amendment would require voting machines to be made entirely of components that are made here in the U.S. rather than in China. Dominion Voting Systems, as well as ES&S Voting Equipment, which is used here in Alabama, are both comprised of components made by Dell, and Dell, in turn, has their microchips made in China and Taiwan. The amendment is citing the Department of Homeland Security when they designated election infrastructure as critical infrastructure back in 2017, and so it requires the voting machines to meet the same level of scrutiny that the U.S. Department of Defense uses in their vetting of supply chain items for machines, missiles, and weaponry. Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers says on Twitter that this is a national security issue because if foreign bad actors can get involved in manufacturing and then manipulating parts of the election system, it's no longer trustworthy. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 